first day today the first of april 2021 we are going to do chapter 6 and it deals with ramanavami festival and masjid repairs the following are the titles efficacy of the touch of the guru's hand ramanavami festival its origin transformation repairs of the masjid before describing ram navmi festival and masjid repairs the author makes some preliminary remarks about satguru as follows efficacy of the touch of the guru's hand when satguru is helmsman he is sure to carry us safely and easily beyond the worldly ocean the word satguru brings to mind Sai Baba the perfect master he appears to me as if standing before me and applying udi the sacred ashes to my forehead and placing his hand of blessing on my head then joy fills my heart and love overflows my eyes wonderful is the power of the touch of guru's hand the subtle body consisting of thoughts and desires which cannot be burnt by the gross fire is destroyed by the mere touch of the guru's hand and the sins of many past births are cleaned and washed away even the speech of those who feel agitated when they hear religious and godly talks attain calmness the sight of sai baba's handsome form chokes her throat with joy makes the eyes overflow with tears and overwhelms the heart with emotions it awakens in us i am he soham brahma consciousness manifests the joy of self realization and dissolving the distinction of i and thou makes us one with the supreme one reality when i begin to read scriptures at every step i am reminded of satguru sai baba who assumes the form of rama or krishna and makes me listen to his life for instance when i sit to listen to bhagavat sai becomes krishna from top to toe and i think he sings the bhagavat or udhav gita songs of teachings by lord shri krishna to his disciple uddhav for the welfare of the devotees when i myself start to write anything i cannot compose a few words or sentences but when he or his own accord makes me write i go on writing and there is no end to it when the disciple's egoism pops up he presses it down with his hand and gives him his own power makes him achieve his object and thus satisfies and blesses him if anyone prostrates before sai and surrenders his heart and soul to him then all the chief objects of life is dharma righteousness artha wealth kama desire and moksha deliverance are attained easily and unsolicitedly four paths ways of karma dhyana yoga and bhakti lead us separately to god of these the path of bhakti is thorny and full of pits and ditches and thus these the path of bhakti is thorny and full of pits and ditches and thus 
difficult to traverse but if you relying on your sadguru avoid the pits and thorns and walk straight it will take you straight to your destination god so says sai baba let me read this part again dharma righteousness artha wealth kama desire and moksha deliverance are attained easily and unsolicitedly four paths ways of karma dhyan yoga and bhakti lead us separately to god of these the path of bhakti is thorny and full of pits and ditches and thus difficult to traverse but if you replying relying on sadguru avoid the pits and thorns and walk straight it will take you to your destination god so says sai baba after philosoph- after philosopher after philosophizing about the self existent brahma his power maya to create this world and the world created and stating that all these three are ultimately one and the same the author quotes sai baba's words guaranteeing the welfare of the bhaktas there will never be any death or scarcity regarding food and clothes in my devotee's home it is my special characteristic that i always look to and provide for the welfare of these devotees who worship me wholeheartedly with their minds ever fixed on me lord krishna has also said the same in the gita therefore strive not much for food and clothes if you want anything beg of the lord renounce worldly honors try to get lord's grace and blessings and be honored in his court do not be deluded by worldly honor the form of the deity should be firmly fixed in the mind let all the senses and mind be ever devoted to the worship of the lord let there be no attraction for any other things fix the mind in remembering me always so that it will not wander elsewhere towards body wealth and home then it will be calm peaceful and carefree this is the sign of the mind being well engaged in good company if the mind is vagrant it cannot be called well merged in him after quoting these words the author goes on to relate the story of ram navami festival in shirdi as ram navami is the most celebrated festival at shirdi another fuller account has published in sri sai leela magazine of 1925 page 197 is also referred to and a summary of the festival as related in both these accounts is attempted here the origin one mr gopal rao gond was a surveyor in survey department at kopargaon he was a great devotee of baba he had three wives but had no issue with sai baba's blessing a son was born to him in the joy that he felt due to this an idea of celebrating a fair or aras occurred to him in the year 1897 and he placed it for consideration before other shirdi devotees with tatya patel dada kote patel and madhavrao deshpande shama they all approved of the idea and obtained sai baba's permission and blessings for it then an application was made to get the collector's sanction for celebrating the aras but 
as the village kulkarni held against holding the fair the sanction was refused but as sai baba had blessed it they tried again and ultimately succeeded in getting the collector's sanction the date for the arrest was fixed on ram navami after having consultation with sai baba it seems he has some purpose behind this with the unification of the two festivals the aras and the ram navami and the unification of the two communities the hindus and the mohammedans as future even showed this end or object was duly achieved though the permission was obtained but other difficulties cropped up Shirdi was a village and there was scarcity of water there were two wells in the village the one in use dried up soon and the water from the second was brackish this brackish water was turned into sweet water by sai baba by putting flowers into it as the water of this well was insufficient so tati patel had to arrange to get water from outside temporary shops were to be constructed and wrestling bouts arranged gopal rao gund had a friend by name damu anna kasar of ahmednagar he also was similarly unhappy in the matter of progeny though he had two wives he too was blessed by sai baba with sons and mr gund prevailed upon his friend to prepare and supply one flag for the procession of the fair he also succeeded in inducing mr nana saheb nimokar to supply another flag both these flags were taken in procession through the village and finally fixed at the two corners of the masjid which is called by sai baba as waraka mai this is being done even now the sandal procession there was another procession which was started in this fair the idea of sandal procession originated with one mr amir shakar dalal a mohammedan bhakta from kurla this procession is held in honor of great muslim saints sandal that is chandan paste and i'm sorry this procession is held in honor of great muslim saints sandal that is chandan paste and scrapings are put in the thali that is flat dishes with incense burning before them and carried in procession to the accompaniment of band and music through the village and then after returning to the masjid the contents of the dishes are thrown on the mimbar nish and walls of the masjid this work was managed by mr amir shakar for the first three years and then afterwards by his wife so on the same day the two processions the flags with the hindus and the sandal by the muslims went on side by side and are still going on without any problem the arrangement this day was very dear and sacred to the devotees of sai baba most of them turned up for the occasion and turned and took part in the management of the fair Tatya Kote Patel looked to all outward affairs while the internal management was entirely left to Radha Krishna Mai a female devotee of Baba her residence was full of guests on the occasion and she had to look after the needs and also arrange for all the paraphernalia of the fair 
another work which he willingly did was to clean and whitewash the entire masjid its walls and floor which were blackened and were full of soot on account of the perpetual duni sacred fire of sai baba this she did during the night when sai baba had gone to sleep every alternate night in the chavadi she had to take out all the things including the duni and after thorough cleaning and whitewashing replace them as they were before feeling the fur which was so dear to sai baba was also an important item in this way for this purpose cooking on a grand scale and preparing various sweet dishes was done in radha krishnamai's lodging and various rich and wealthy devotees took a leading part in this transformation of aras into ramanavami festival things were going on in this way and the fair was gradually increasing in importance till 1912 when a change took place that year one devotee mr krishna rao jogeshwar bishim the author of sai sagun pasana came for the fair came for the fair with dada sahib kaparte of amravati and was staying on the previous day in the dikshitwada while he was lying in the veranda and while mr lakshman rao elis kaka mahajani was going with puja materials to the masjid a thought arose in his mind and he accosted the latter thus there is some providential arrangement in the fact that the aras of fair is celebrated in shirdi on ram navami ram navami is very dear to all the hindus then why not begin the ram navami festival the celebration of the birth of shri ram on this day here kaka mahajani liked the idea and it was arranged to get baba's permission in this matter the main difficulty was how to secure a haridas who would do kirtan and sing the glories of the lord on the occasion but bishma solved the difficulty by saying that is ram akyan the composition on ram's birth was ready and he would do the kirtan himself while kaka mahajani should play on the harmonium it was also arranged to get the santwada ginger powder mixed with sugar as prasad prepared by radha krishna mai so they refu- so they immediately went to the masjid to get baba's permission baba who knew everything and was aware of what was happening there asked mahajani as to what was going on in the wada being radha perturbed mahajani could not catch the purport of the question and remained silent then baba asked bishma what he had to say he explained the idea of celebrating ramanavami festival and asked for baba's permission and baba gladly gave it all rejoiced and made preparations for the jayanti festival next day the masjid was decorated with buntings a cradle was supplied by radha krishna mai and placed in front of baba's seat and the produce and the proceedings started bishma stood up for kirtan and mahajan and mahajani began to play on the harmonium sai baba sent a man to call mahajani he was hesitating to go doubtful whether baba would allow him the festival would allow the festival to go on but when he went to baba the latter asked him as to what was going on and why the cradle was placed there he answered that the ram navami festival had commenced and the cradle was put out for that purpose then baba took a garland from the nimbarnish and placed it around his neck and sent another garland for bishma 
then the kirtan commenced when it came to a close loud sounds of victory to ram went up and gulal color powder was thrown up all around amit's band and music everybody was overjoyed when suddenly a roar was heard the red powder thrown promiscuously went up and somehow fell into baba's eyes baba got wild and began to scold and abuse loudly people got frightened and took to their heels the intimate devotees who knew baba well took these scoldings and outpourings of baba as blessings in disguise they thought that when ram was born it was proper for baba to get wild and enraged to kill ravan and his demons in the form of egoism and wicked thoughts etc besides they knew that whenever a new thing was undertaken at shirdi it was usual with baba to get wild and angry so they kept quiet radha krishna mai was rather afraid and thought that baba might break her cradle and she asked marjani to pull the cradle back when he went to loosen and unfasten the cradle baba went to him and asked him not to remove it then after some time baba became calm and that day's program including mahapuja and aarti was finished later on mr mahajani asked baba for for permission to remove the cradle baba refused the same saying that the festival was not yet over next day another kirtan and gopal kala ceremony nathan pot containing parched rice mixed with curd is hung to be broken after the kirtan and the contents distributed to all as was done by lord krishna amongst his cowherd friends was performed and then baba allowed the cradle to be removed while the ram navami festival was thus going on the procession of the two flags by day and that of the sandal by night went off with the usual pomp and show from this time onwards the aras of baba was transformed into the ramanavami festival from next year that is the year 1913 the items in the program of ramanavami began to increase radha krishna mai started a nam sapta singing the glory of god's name continuously day and night for 7 days from 11th day of chaitra for this all devotees took part by turns and she also joined us sometimes early in the morning as ram navami festival is celebrated in many places all over the country the difficulty of getting a haridas was felt again but 5 or 6 days before the festival mahajani incidentally met balabua who was known as modern tukaram and got him to do the kirtan that year the next year 1914 another balabua sadarkar of bilhad Siddhakavati, district Sitara, could not act as a Haridas in his own town. A plague was prevailing there, and so he came to Shirdi. With Baba's permission, which was secured through Kaka Sahib Dikshit, he did the Kirtan and was sufficiently recompensed for his labor. The difficulty of getting a new Haridas every year was finally solved from 1914 by Sai Baba as he entrusted the function of das guru maharaj as he entrusted this function to das gano maharaj permanently and since that time he has been successfully and creditably conducting 
that function until now. Since 1912, this festival began to grow gradually year by year, from the 8th to the 12th of Chaitra. Shirdi looked like a beehive of men. <coughs> Shops began to increase. Celebrated wrestlers took part in wrestling bouts. Feeding of the poor was done on a grander scale. Hard work and sincere efforts of Radha Krishna Mai turned Shirdi into a Sansthan state. <coughs> Paraphernalia increased. A beautiful horse, a palanquin, chariot and many silver items, utensils, pots, buckets, pictures, mirrors were presented. Elephants were also sent for the procession. Though all this paraphernalia Though all this paraphernalia increased enormously, Sai Baba ignored all these things and maintained his simplicity and modesty as before. It is to be noted that both the Hindus and the Mohammedans have been working in unison in both the processions during the entire festival and there has been no confrontation or quarrel between them at all so far. First about 5,000 to 7,000 people used to gather but the figure went up to 75,000 in some years Still, there was no outbreak of any epidemic disease nor any riots worth the name during the past so many years. Repairs to the Masjid Another important idea occurred to Gopal Gund. Just as he started the Aras affair, he thought that he should repair and renovate the Masjid. So, in order to carry out the repairs, he collected stones and got them pressed. But, this work was not assigned to him. This was reserved for Nana Sahib Chandorkar and the payment work for Kaka Sahib Dikshit. Initially, Baba was unwilling to allow them to have work done. But, with the intervention of Mahasarapati, a local devotee of Baba, his permission was secured. Baba took a small gadi for his seat. I'm sorry, let me read that again. Baba took a small gadi for his seat, discarding the usual piece of sackcloth used till then. In 1911, the Sabha Mandap courtyard was also put in order with great labor and effort. The open space in front of the masjid was very small and inconvenient. Kaka Sahib Dikshit wanted to extend it and put a roofing on it. At great expense, he got iron posts, pillars and trusses and started the work. At night, all the devotees worked hard and fixed the posts. But Baba, when he returned from Chavadi next morning, uprooted them all and threw them out. Once it so happened that Baba got very excited, caught a pole, caught a pole with one hand and began to shake and uproot it and with the other hand caught Tatya Bhattal's neck. He took by force Tatya's feta, struck a match, set it on fire and threw it into a pit. At the time Baba's eyes flashed like burning embers. None dared to look at him. All got terribly frightened. Baba took out a rupee from his pocket and threw it there as if it were an offering 
or an auspicious on an auspicious occasion let me read that again all got terribly frightened baba took out a rupee from his pocket and threw it there as if it were an offering on an auspicious occasion tatya was also much frightened none knew what was going to happen to tatya and none dared to interfere Babaji Shinde, the leper devotee of Baba, made a bold advance, but he was pushed aside by Baba. Madhavrao was also similarly treated, pelted with brick pieces. So all those who went to intercede were similarly dealt with. But after some time, Baba's anger cooled down. He sent for a shopkeeper, got from him an embroidered fetter, and himself tied it on Tatya's head, as as if he was going, as if he was being given. a special honor all the people were wonderstruck to see the strange behavior of baba they were at a loss to know what enraged baba so suddenly and what led him to assault tatya patel and why his anger cooled down the next moment baba was sometimes very calm and quiet and talked sweet things with love but suddenly with or without any reason got enraged many such incidents may be related but i do not know which to choose and which to omit i therefore refer them as they occur to me in the next chapter the question whether baba was a hindu or a mohammedan will be taken up and his yogic practices and powers and other matters will also be dealt with bow to sri shai baba peace be to all om samardha sadguru sri sai nadaya nama समर्थ सदगुरु श्री साईनाथाय नम ओम समर्थ सदगुरु श्री साईनाथाय नम